You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona, and with me always are my good friends, Jay from the hills of Texas. Uh, A.K. Mike in Texas. And Greg Panis from Texas. <laughs> go ahead. We got it. We, we actually have a, uh, a special guest. It's Greg Tannis. And uh, we'll get to you in just a second. But let's talk to uh, let's talk about our um, our sponsors. First, we're going to give a shout out to, to AU Power Batteries. When you're looking for power and reliability, you need to look no further than AU Power. You can go to rcbatteriesusa.com, type in PFPC10. That's the Park Flyer Podcast 10 and receive our discount. Also, 3D Aero Ventures. Create a flyable RC airplane on your own 3D printer at home. Just uh, download your file and start a printing. Use the park. Uh, I think park Mike flyer. was waiting for the song. <laughs> I was, but you didn't yeah, say it. He was. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of uh, waiting. Yeah, well, we were really been jipping him on that. You know, we just <laughs> haven't have been giving him the song. Uh, we've got some good uh, good people that are uh, giving us our number a call. But if you're uh, going to go to 3D Aero Ventures, download your um, file. Use Park Flyer in the uh, as a code, and you'll get our discount as well. Uh, we do have people that are calling our phone number, uh, 830-444-4943, and uh, giving us some good ideas. I know that a couple of guys have posted on our Facebook page as well, and they uh, have kind of given us some ideas for uh, contests, so that's pretty good. Now, having said all that, we have a special guest, Greg Tannis. Uh, Greg has... Uh, I don't know, just decided to uh, to jump off the deep end and buy some Depron and bring, us back, <laughs> bring it back into the U.S. So, uh, Greg, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah. So now, as I understand it, uh, I used to buy uh, a lot of Depron foam, uh, you know, foam airplanes, and there were three companies that uh, – uh, the, the main one that I used was here in, in Phoenix, and it was um, – LUM models or Lee Erlinger models. He used to build these 30, uh, 36 to 42 inch, you know, uh, RC airplanes. I want to tell you those things flew fabulous. I loved, I had probably five of those, uh, because I would fly them, crash them, they'd break in half. I'd glue them back together. I think there was more glue and a couple of nose sections on these things than anything else. And, uh, but they taught me a lot of my 3d stuff cause they're super light. They were, you know, uh, I think they were six millimeter Depron's. They, uh, he had them all printed. So they looked really, really good. And, uh, some of them are still out there. I think I have one or two in the, in the storage, but, um, they were awesome flyers. So, um, and then Jay and I also had, uh, some Depron planes, um, the slow fly 22, which is also a, another one that we got their plans and we were able to cut it out. And I think, when Depron kind of went away, most of us jumped into the blue core stuff, and then Mike and I basically uh, built a couple of blue core style F twenty or uh, slow fly twenty twos. But I just don't think that they did as well as the Depron. So, having said all that, give us an update. Why did you decide to do this? And uh, well, first of all, where where are you calling from, or where are you, where are you joining uh, us from? Uh, Lorena, Texas. Lorena, Texas. Okay, so you're in Texas along with these two guys, Woo-hoo. and uh, <laughs> and. And uh, having said all that, um, tell us a little bit about you and how you got into this business. 
Well, I actually started when I was a little kid. I don't know how far you want me to go back, but I remember just being this, you know, yeah. way back when I was a kid. I saw these, uh, even went up to see my grandma in the Portland area and, and saw these planes flying. I'm like, oh, these are great, you know. And ever since every birthday and Christmas, I'd get either a motor or a, or a boat or a plane or something. And next next holiday, I would get the radio. And I mean, it took me 12 months to do it, but I finally got together a setup and, and started getting an RC as a kid even. I mean, we're talking like 40 plus years ago. Wow. Yeah. Don't give your age away. Yeah. <laughs> we're all old guys. Uh, totally get it. So now, um, can, do you know any of the history behind why the Depron did leave? Because, you know, I mean, it was pretty available. And then all of a sudden it was like zero, man. There was nothing. I don't have a hard story on it, but I've got a pretty good summation. Uh, RC foam was the main importer and, they and I and I tried to contact them several times. I tried to buy their their um, you know domain. I tried to do a lot of things, but you just get you get no matter how hard to try to get zero nowhere. Sure. But I do I do know that I bought some cases of this. You know, I was buying black Depron and I was buying white Depron. I was buying thousands of dollars worth of Depron. I was making my RC superhero my RC, from my RC superhero business, mm-hmm. and um, then I tried to buy more black, but they didn't have it available. So they sold me this gray Depron and it was really floppy. And a lot of people weren't happy with on the hand when return this junk, you know? Mm-hmm. And so they, so, and they got, imagine having a thousand people saying, I don't want that, or however many hundreds of people saying, I don't like this stuff. And that had to have soured the pot. Having, you know, people try to return $8,000. Yeah, <laughs> sure. And, uh, and that probably just didn't help. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's probably other reasons as well. Uh, I don't know if that's when the quadcopter boom started hitting too. And then there, there, there was a, it's a really a combination of a culmination of things. But in the, in the meanwhile, I've, I was just designing the pants out of all kinds of Depcon designs, you know, the RC superhero. Then I started doing, um, I, I don't know if you knew, but before I got into the RC superhero, I was doing a lot of these balsa test gliders. So mm-hmm. I learned the basics of how to make caricature uh, shapes fly and how to toughen them up through design and not uh, just by you know, blending materials like uh, chloroplast or whatever. I just, I just learned a lot of blending materials that wasn't just the base material that you use alone, but you blend it with other, uh, other similarly flexible materials that were slightly tougher for the front end of the aircraft. Just, mm-hmm. oh, well, it's where I'm going to hold this, but this, it, it, it was a big, it's a big whirlwind of excitement, and um, I know you. Yeah, it's it's, but it ends up that they they got out of it, and uh, like you said, people went other ways. Now this, um, you know, some people are doing other this and that and the other, but the bottom line, Depron still it's still the better, the best material. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just some of the newbies that have come in in the last six years, they just don't know it because they've never tried it because it wasn't available, um, but. Bottom line, is it still the best material? Yes, it's still the best material. And so, and so, so are there any other, are there any other providers now still out there? Or you, you know, do you have any competition really? No. Wow. No, because I'm the, I'm the only North American importer at the moment. It's, and there's a good, and there's a really good reason. Right. Um, because, uh, well, I just happen to have the funds because I sold my house in Oregon and moved to Texas and I had, and had some, <laughs> 
had some residual. I mean, I'm not a rich guy, but I, I just had less residual money. And I'm like, my, I just, my planes just won't fly without it. And there's not a source. Right. And I'm like, well, if nothing else, I'll have a lifetime supply, you know? So, <laughs> uh, so either, either way I win. So I, so I just like, you know, I've got another, there's some lemonade I'll, right there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Another 10 grand. I'll, I'll do it. And so I started contacting the, um, well, this is this is where it got funny. Was I looked and looked and looked. I tried to find who makes it, where it makes it, all this, but it's all in German, so you can't find it. Right. And so, but this guy in England, he posted some pictures of that these cases that you see behind me here. Mm-hmm. He posted these 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 boxes, and he and he was bragging. He's he's like, well, I can buy it. And he showed some pictures, several, and I zoomed in, zoomed in on this picture, and I got the email off the off the box. <laughs> that says a man after my own heart. Yeah, so I so I got the email off the box, and I just said because they're they're German, you know, and I'm like, well, English, please. Right. I want to buy a 20 foot container of this stuff, or I want to buy a container of this, and then first they ignored my ignored my request, but I just kept going at it. I I really need to buy a container of this stuff, you know, trying to come in looking like a big guy. Sure. And then sure. um, even though I wasn't, so they um they finally warmed up to me. And then, um, then what was funny is the shipper that they, that's, what's funny is they only allow, they would, then they would say, okay, well, this is what we've got. And by the way, this is the container company that will ship it to you through. I didn't have a choice. I didn't say, oh, I want to buy this company or that company, or I want to pick the cheapest one. No, this is the company <laughs> you will deal with. And, and they didn't like me uh-huh. and they wouldn't talk to me. And then I'm, I basically had to shame them into communicating with me. I'm like, I had to tag them on the emails and saying, would you tell me why this container company won't talk to me because I'm trying to buy $10,000 worth of foam from you. Right, right, right. You know, and, they're, and then they got back to me and they said, well, you're not a big business. And I'm like, well, I, I'm not, but I have millionaire friends I go to church with that are, <laughs> and you can ship it to their company, <laughs> you know, and they will be my business partner. So, so basically they had no excuse to not ship it to me. Gotcha. So it did and, get uh, shipped in it. So it was a, it was a full container, right? I mean, like mm-hmm, a forty foot mm-hmm. container. Well, I was looking at the prices of the forty foot container, and I was looking at the prices of the twenty foot container, and um, it, it would have made the phone about ten dollars cheaper a box if I would have went with the forty. Mm-hmm. But then you, but then you've got like three hundred and sixty cases of of Depron. Uh, well, I did buy. A, that's what's interesting. What also helped me was is when I moved from Oregon to Texas. Um, my son's neighbor was willing willing to let me put a container on his uh, on his property, oh, a shipping nice. container, a forty foot yeah, shipping yeah, container. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so I had it arranged that because I didn't want to have my stuff in storage. Right. So, I obviously I had the money, so I I bought a shipping container. We put my stuff in the shipping container, and then we ended up buying a house a few months later. Moved my stuff out of the out of the container into the house, but then I still have this container. And so I had a spot to put the foam when it comes in. Gotcha. And then we had the container moved from his house to my house. I mean, we're talking a lot of money and trouble. And, and I mean, there was, there was so many hurdles to get to this point of, of, of the factory hurdles, right. the, sh- the shipping hurdles, the instantly trying to learn how to become an international shipper hurdles, <laughs> the, um, the, 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 what do you call that? The, um, you know, the, the import, there's basically the import specialists that you have to hire and they're not cheap. 
Right, right. <laughs> I remember it's like, like sixteen hundred dollars or something or more just just to have these people make sure that it comes into the country without you getting messed over. Mm-hmm. And uh, the words escaping me, but the the, Im- the import taxes or the import they basically import it with you. Uh, they're importers, yeah, but they yeah, help yeah. you. They have tariffs, get it in. Get it, get, oh, it's a custom specialist. Yeah, they, they they help you get it through customs without it. And then um, then there was something else that was really odd was this, the um, the the because the shipper didn't like me, you know, the container company. Mm-hmm. They at the last moment they said, um, "Where where's the port?" And I said, <laughs> "I said Houston, you know." And they dumped it in Houston, port, oh. <laughs> and 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 they didn't ship it to address like it was planned, and so so and then within like two days, I had to learn how to hire a truck to go from that would pick it up. I instantly learned how to hire a truck to take it from Houston to Lorena, uh, and and it wasn't easy figuring out what kind of truck to hire because I'd never done it before, and it's not your just your normal. You you can't right. just get a rent. You can't just get rent a U-Haul and drive down to the port and expect them to let you in to get a container. This no, did you know the whole container? They actually, there's a truck that picks up the container, brings the whole right, container whole to container. Marina, right. then you unload it, and then they, they take, take the whole container back. Then they take the whole container back to um, where a ship, where, where a moving truck would have worked. Right, you know, would have been. Right. But uh, so there was so many hurdles, and then um, even the the trucking company, they wouldn't. None of the trucking companies wanted to deliver to a residence. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's pretty standard, actually, in the shipping yeah. world. So I, yeah. I made this giant ramp. I'm like, hey, I can, I can do this, you know, because I'm in a rural or a country. Yeah, sure. So I managed it. I mean, it was, it's pretty much, uh, I mean, it, it was almost like you could write a trauma or not drama, but a drama story of <laughs> how to get this from here to here. It was, in, it was really uh a story in and of, I guess I said it, but it was a story in and of itself of, of just to be able to, and I now I absolutely know why no one else is doing or can do it or should do it. Right. It, it, <laughs> but right now I have all the contacts where I could do it again. Mm. And I'm actually an exclusive. Um, and I've talked with uh, the, the factory that made it. I'm actually having an exclusive. If I can, if I can move enough material, they'll give me an exclusive for, you know, like RC phone had. Right, right, right. All the foam you got before, even though we got it from different people, like Grayson or wherever, mm-hmm. they were all getting it from RC foam. Uh, we'll yeah. have to we'll have to write a documentary, uh, you know, based on the Depron's view of all this happening, you know, from the Depron's view. Well, it's what's what's I, I really expected it to be exactly like the old Depron, you know, or I just I guess I was like not not certain, you know, what what I would get. Mm-hmm. But they sent me a sample before I, you know, you get a sample before you buy it. You know, eight or ten thousand dollars for them. So, right. You know, so, so I, uh, I got the samples and I'm, and I weighed them and did all the tests with them and they went and it's not exactly the same. It's actually five percent lighter and it has a little more, a, a little more give, but it's got some super, super properties that the old Depron didn't have, which are incredibly useful. Like what? Like, well, like what is the is the? Let's see if I got my samples right here. Right here. I don't have them within hand's reach of me, Uh-oh. but the um, but what the old six millimeter foam, it wouldn't take any shape at all. I mean, you, you the shape that it was is that's what it was. I mean, other than just a you know a slight mm-hmm. ten degree, mm-hmm. and if you tried to force it, it would crack or break, or you couldn't form it in any manner. But this foam is different. Uh, for instance, my 
in my kitchen, I've got like a Corian countertop with the, mm-hmm. like a, like a half inch radius, sure. you know, on, on the countertop. Right. And I took their, I took the sample they sent me, uh, and I went over to the countertop and I, I'll just use my hand, but I, but I crushed, I crushed it into like a winglet like this mm-hmm. into like a one inch radius. So if you crush it and form it and hand work it up and down the, then it made a perfect winglet. Really? I mean, and not only did it form it, but it has a memory. To, it's still exactly where I made it like a month ago or two months ago. It, huh. it holds its new shape. Not only can you form it, but it has memory to hold its new shape. Wow. Well, that's pretty and cool. I'm like, I'm like, ooh. And then the what I really wanted about the, the two millimeter Depron that the three millimeter Depron couldn't do before mm-hmm. was that the two millimeter Depron, you could put a straight line on it and you could score it and then fold it. Right. Because like my 3D wingsuit, I have a 3D, I have a six foot three dimensional wingsuit that's uh, made with the low poly technique. I don't, have you heard of low, have you seen, heard of low poly objects where there's triangles and squares? Have you heard of low poly objects? Yeah. Well, I, I did that with a life size wingsuit and made it fly. Um, so my, that's how, that's how the wingsuit works is with this low poly technique where you score and fold. And I originally I designed it to do with the two millimeter Depron. And then when I found out, oh, I want to manufacture these wingsuits or sell kits to them or plants to them. But the, the obviously the Depron wasn't available. So I'm like, well, either I give up on a year's worth of my year project to make my three dimensional life size wingsuit. Mm-hmm. Either I just give up that year of, of effort I did. And a lot of work, and there were so many different programs that I had to use to get to the point where I can cut it into flat sheets and fold it up into this three-dimensional object. And so, but the, remember, the two-millimeter you could score and fold, but now the old three-millimeter Depron, when you scored and folded it, it would kind of work. But what it would do is, is, is you would you would you would pull it up, and then it would whoop, it would it would it would go right back about ninety percent of where it was. Right, and it, and it really wasn't because it had so much um, the integrity, but it had so much where it wanted to be where it wanted to be. But this new three millimeter Depron, since it's 5% lighter, you can actually score it. You can lay it down um, a straight edge, score it with a radius object, like a pin cap, mm-hmm. and you can score it and you can fold it just like you could the old two millimeter stuff. It's just as good, hmm. but it's now it's three millimeter, which is even better. Right. But the uh, so I'm really excited about the formability of the six millimeter, and I'm really excited about the the score and fold uh, that the three millimeter will now do, which it, it never could before, but now it, now it will. So with those two properties, it's going to open a lot of doors as what you can do that you couldn't do before. Wow, that's pretty amazing. How, how did you get? I mean, you've mentioned two things that uh, we probably ought to talk about. One is the RC superheroes, and the other is the 3D wingsuit. Uh, which one of those came first? Uh, the the RC superhero first. Um, do you remember the first Iron Man movie? Of course, everybody right. does the yeah, first the sure. first Iron Man movie. Right when right before that Iron that first Iron Man movie came out, uh, like six months six months prior, I had like seventeen, you know, like kind of like behind him, I had like I had like seventeen flying planes, and so I was super into RC. I mean, I could pick up a transparent fly any one of them at any time. Mm-hmm. So then I said, well, I've got so many planes, and I was going to start studying. Um, aerodynamics so i picked up a, a book by skip skip smith and, and the best ever you can look up a skip or skippy smith um aerodynamics books they're amazing 
lot of pictures, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I so I started studying aerodynamics and about the about the Wright brothers. What the Wright brothers got right with the control element, and and so and I'm and at the same time this guy at work, I had this really boring job grinding tools, but that at the same time this guy at work did skydiving, and I got to skydivers have control, which is what the Wright brothers got right with the control element, mm-hmm. but just the skydivers just don't have flight services or the correct center of gravity, and or the right weight to service ratio so i started correcting that i started giving a human shape flight services the correct center of gravity and the correct uh weight to service ratio areas or ratio and then i started testing these little balsa gliders with the wings you know with the legs bent the legs bent up like this like a like you know like um skydivers they're, they're bent right, yeah, right, their knees right. are bent their knees are bent as they're falling correct. because they do this they bow, they bow back like this right. and they, so they right. use their tummies so I started making my gliders like that, but the but the whenever they would hit the wall, the the feet would whip forward and break the legs. <laughs> so I was having so I was having problems with my little gliders. But then when the Iron Man movie came out, I'm like, I've got to straighten out the legs. And so I straighten out the legs, you know, which had to move the seat to even farther forward. Right. I mean, it was already right. here, it was already you know here, but then it moved it up even farther. And so, but nonetheless, I had to do it. But that just, what that, what that did is it, it super, you wouldn't think that moving the CG forward would help that much. But what that did is it, it forced me to use, um, to toughen the front of the plane with coroplast, mm-hmm. coroplast and, and like the real design material stuff. Right. So I hardened the front of the plane and then I used like a big heavy battery, like a 3000 milliamp battery. And then I used this giant, these giant motors, this three and four, uh, you know, 100 milliamp or I think they're about like that, these big 30 millimeter motors and 40 millimeter motors. And um, so you get these giant motors that put out between four and eight pounds of thrust, depending on which model you're talking. And, and so I ended up with, I mean, you're talking about, you got a three pound plane with six pounds of thrust. And that's why I got the, the vertical takeoff RC superhero video. Uh. So, I mean, you, you just don't, you don't even have to throw it. You just, and then up it goes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so so then when i started getting uh, you know a lot of views on that then um this i don't know where you want to go with this but that that the, then this company called me called think moto they did promotions at the same time they were trying to promote the movie chronicle it's a movie about these three teenage superhero kids that got yeah. these powers right and then and, and 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 so they actually used my planes to promote the movie chronicle and so it shipped I uh, made up these custom kits, sent them to New York. This guy made them, and they flew them by um, the Statue of Liberty and the Brooklyn Bridge. Which oh, anything cool. flying in New York after 9/11, it, it was it was yeah. to be looked at. Sure. And and then they did something else, which I still to this day don't know how they did it. I guess it just takes money. But they bought Yahoo homepages. They bought the homepages of all of the different. Um, you can imagine everybody for for one week. Everybody turns on their computers. First thing they see this video and so they had eight million views in eight days wow that's pretty amazing it's called the flying people in new york city video and then um with that it ended up getting on them msn uh what was it this um oh well there was it'll 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 come to me a second there was this international international news i forget there's this international news company that it got on the international news worldwide. Mm-hmm. And then I, 
then uh well i kind of planned it to when when that when that movie came out i had my kits and plans available right oh right right <laughs> so i, I kind of got in trouble for it but i got my kits and plans available and i got away with it somehow and so i ended up getting international sales from this from this <laughs> from the scene Probably. and i i mean i was making like back then i was i was making like fifty thousand a year as a machinist yeah. but then i was making like three times that sell you know per month i was making yeah, like twenty thousand sure. a month selling my kits because what was funny was is that the superhero kits they started at a couple hundred dollars and they weren't selling so i put it up to like 2.99 and they weren't selling and what was weird is, is when i got them up to 400 dollars, they started selling yeah that's typical then, marketing <laughs> yeah and i'm like then it's what was funny was it, is I couldn't keep up with the demand, yeah. and so I'm like I'm gonna I put them up to six hundred dollars, and they were selling faster than I could make them. Wow. I was making like six, five, six of these things a day, and because um, there's about a hundred dollars worth of materials in the box, right? You know, I don't know if you, right. there's not very many people would put like a hundred dollars worth of materials in the box, mm -hmm. but that's what I was doing. They were getting their money's worth. They just right. needed somebody competent to put them together with. Um, what it was is it was TV stations all over the world. Hmm. Uh, I sold them to. Um, TV stations in Turkey. Uh, they were flown for the king of Kuwait. Wow. That was a funny story in and of itself. This, uh, I had this Jewish guy that was building them and, and taking them to these Arab countries and flying them. And it was just <laughs> hilarious. And uh, like, friends of the people in Turkey, they are really into superheroes. They even have a city called Batman. Oh, wow. Uh, and, yeah. And they make their own Batman movies. If you ever look up Turkish, Turkish superhero movies, oh, it's bizarre. It's ridiculous. Huh. But they really, really love superheroes in Turkey. And uh, what's funny is he, and they paid a thousand dollars for. I, I was, it was when I stopped making the kits because I started to go into just making toys for toy companies. I was making prototypes for toy companies. I was in demand, mm -hmm. so like Hasbro and Mattel and a lot of other companies were trying to pay me to to make prototypes for them. And and I'm like, I'm not making kits anymore. And they're like, uh, we'll pay you a thousand dollars. I'm like, okay, I'll make one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. What would make you like? Right Tuesday, Wednesday. Exactly. Yeah, how soon do you want it? So, um, so the super superheroes, uh, kind of morphed into the uh, 3D wingsuit. Is that yeah. or or were they just two so well, totally separate projects? Well, that was what was funny was this. I was actually this company called EV Brands made the toy version of the Iron Man. There was something else I didn't quite talk about yet. Was that I'll just back up just a hair. Was is when the superheroes started going, um, then Robert Downey Jr.'s office called me and said, oh, we want you to make a custom superhero for Robert Downey Jr. We have this, we want to give him a gift for, for doing the Avengers movie. And, you know, and so I spent a couple of months, made him a custom RC superhero. I basically, when I made the super Iron Man, or when I made uh, RC superhero, I basically took a profile. Have you guys ever seen that profile picture of Iron Man where he's flying on a poster and he's like stretched out? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like, he's like, he's like, I actually took that exact poster and de-Iron man it and made it into the RC superhero, that exact poster. Oh, wow. That's the profile that I used for the RC superhero. And then I, when they said, can you make Iron Man? I'm like, all I had to do was remech him. Right. Just both the, both the legs and everything up just a little bit and couldn't just remech the services. I mean, it was already Iron Man, but they didn't know it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it was well, really it was the profile easy. anyway. It wasn't really it Iron was Man, really it was a similar profile. <laughs> We're so trying to really keep you off the lawsuits here. Similar profile. So, so I made that for him, and then, um, and and that was what was funny was is, it's probably the most expensive foamy airplane ever. I the, the the 
I, they said, um, how much do you want? I'm like, $5,000. And, and, <laughs> and they said, why so much? <laughs> I said, I'm a busy guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, they're, and they're, they, they gave me this story, which is a complete lie. But they said, um, well, we only have $2,770 in our PayPal account. Will you take it? I said, I'll take it. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, we can't so, put any more money in our PayPal account. So, so, so I, I dug it. And then, and I said, well, I want, if I deliver it, I want to meet him. Yeah. And, and, and they, and they said, no, that you, you're not going to do that. And I said, I said, well, I'm not delivering it. And they said, fine, make it anyway. So I make it, so I make it and it's already, I send them pictures. They said, they said, when's it showing up? I said, when are you picking it up? (laughs) (laughs) I said, I'll deliver it if you let me meet him. They're like, no, that's not going to happen. I said, when are you picking it up? So they, so they arranged a trading company and there's always shipping companies everywhere. Right. So they make this massive crate, the size of a pickup bed and they deliver it to my house. I put the hero in there and they, and they ships it off to, to down there. And then they fly it. I don't think you were drunk or what, but they, uh, and they said he, he called me back after they flew it and crashed it a dozen, half a dozen times. He said, you know, I knew we should have had somebody that knew how to fly an RC airplane here right. when we did this. Right. But they, you know, these guys, these guys just crazy rich, flying the plane. They don't know how to fly. It's six foot, eight, you know, it has seven pounds of thrust, and they were flying this thing straight up, flying looks like Iron Man. They have no idea how to fly it, <laughs> and so. And so it must have been a blast for those guys, but they busted it up pretty bad. So this toy company is called EB Brands. They wanted a relationship with Marvel. And so they offered to have it shipped back to me to fix it. And of course, they got rid of the crate. So they had to pay for another crate to trade it and ship it back to me. And then I repaired it for free and and sent it back to them. And then they had a relationship. EB Brands, this toy company, had a relationship with uh, Marvel. And they started making this little toy version uh, of of Iron Man. And um, I was actually in... When I thought of the wingsuit man, since I'm getting kind of tight back to that, when I was I was in the office and we were actually sitting around with about a dozen people and we were discussing the different variants of this little Iron Man toy, you know, like Captain America and mm-hmm. and the different variants that they were considering and had done. They wanted prototypes for all of the superheroes, and uh, which didn't materialize, but they were conceiving it at that time, and and I had this little epiphany, and I go in the meeting with those guys there. I said. I can make a wingsuit fly. And they're like, what did you say? I said, I can make a wingsuit fly. And they said, well, great. Give us a prototype. So I gave them these, these little prototypes of these wingsuits that were flying and for toys, you know, like with the, the same thing with the variable, you know, the thrust. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing prototypes for them, which they proposed around, but then ends up the, um, uh, there was the largest, um, for instance, we, we all know who the largest, uh, chain is you know the, the billion the multi-billion trillionaire store chain you know it's walmart or whatever but mm-hmm. they but ends up that they um they bought like fifty thousand of these little toys oh wow and then they said and we want you to give us back some of the money uh and and because that's what the apparent I don't I don't know if that's what they do to every company that they buy from or 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 not, but they tried to do that with EB brands. They said, Okay, well we bought fifty thousand of them that we want we want you to give us a kick. I don't know if it's under the table or what, but they wanted a kickback. Somebody right. wanted a kickback. Right. And and so they E B brands is like that's not gonna happen. And so they um so they said, Well we want they then what they said is we won't put them on a shelf. Oh wow. And then 
and then here they imagine having 50,000 toys that you won't put on your shelves that you own. And so Black Friday comes, they don't put them on the shelf. Christmas comes, they don't put them on the shelf. And then they, and then I talked with the Walmart buyer at, at a, for a different toy company that I was dealing with, and they, and they said, why didn't your why didn't your Iron Man toys sell? I'm like, why didn't you put them on the shelf? <laughs> And then the, the the toy company just went white as a sheet. They're like, you know, the, the the people are like, you can't talk to the Walmart buyer like that. I'm like, well, I just did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they, why did why didn't you put my toys on the shelf? And and they, so that's a fair that's a fair statement, you know. Huh. And so, and and um, and so, but it's the 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 toy world, as you you may or may not know, is absolutely brutal. And if they can save five cents, they'll do it. But there was something that really interesting that happened was is with EV brands, what they did is they, and this isn't the transmitter, but the EV brands, they had, they had this as a, the EV brands had this little red, red transmitter with it kind of looked like an Iron Man theme. But what people don't know is that transmitter is amazing. Really? You think, well, how can a, how can a toy transmitter be amazing? They put $5, which equated to the $25 or half the value of that plane was in that transmitter. That transmitter had a signal that was just as good as our RC transmitters. It never went out of range. No matter how far you got away, it stayed in range. It stayed in control. That's why the, the little Iron Man toys, it was actually one of people may or may not know this, but uh, you, you guys have seen the little vector thrust toys where you fly them. And as soon as you try to, turn, as soon as you try to turn them, well, they won't fly on one motor. And so they lose altitude and land right. and, they, and you really couldn't keep them in the air very long. But the Iron Man toy, from what I understand, was the first toy that you could actually turn and get back on both powers. Because I had I, I, I had this little um, motor beam where it had a, a motor thrust here and a motor thrust here, mm -hmm. where a turning head, it was actually had the patented turning head right here, where you could actually get, get the plane going this way, and then you can get back on both power really quickly so you could keep the plane in the air. Uh, because of how quickly it would how quickly it would turn right um so i'm sorry just <clears throat> I, i'm just gonna turn that off my son's calling me but uh nonetheless it, so it was it was really neat to um really neat to see the um you know how, how, how quickly it would turn and all of all of that but it's I kind of lost my train thought there. I'm sorry. I did put on vibrate like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It's, on, it's vibrating. <laughs> Trust me, so we've had we've I, had so many uh, mishaps on the you know we can edit it or post edit, but it's uh, it's hilarious. Somewhat one of us has always has something going on, our phones so, or emails or whatever. So, so that's a, that's basically how that it, it came come around to. That's how the relationships formed, and then that's how I came up with the idea at. For the wings, it was in the toy company's meeting. I said, and I started making samples for them, which didn't. Mm -hmm. They got the samples, but they, at the same time, then um, after that happened with the sales with the little uh, RC Extreme Hero is what it was called, mm -hmm. EB Brands RC Extreme Hero. <clears throat> which, by the way, if you, it, if you if you if you ever want a really cheap little toy like for a kids, you can buy that toy, and the radio is insanely good, and the receiver part's really good. But, but with all the batteries are dead though, and the power, the motors are actually really powerful for their size. They actually did some science on those, whatever it is. But those little motors are really powerful. But if you cut those little motor system out of there in the power, all the batteries are dead. But because of the age of whatever, but if you just hook in a little bot, a, a hobby terminal, you know, a little hobby connection, for, right. right? Oh, 
you'll have a little hobby setup, a radio setup that you will not run out of range and it'll be powerful, cheap. I mean, you can probably get them for 15 bucks now online. Huh. And um, so it's, yeah, that's, that's where that's going. So then I started developing this, the little wingsuit into from this toy version into, well, we actually had this model for Captain America from, it was actually the circle circular toy that I was designed for someone else where it was this Captain America where we actually had a, um, and it was actually a launch toy. It was actually a rubber band. It was a circular toy with Captain America in the, in the middle. He was you know, kind of like this, like a flight position. And you'd pull him back like a rubber band and shoo, off Captain America would go. And uh, that toy didn't go anywhere. But at the same time, I had the Captain America model. Mm. And then what he does is, so we had him in the three dimensional world, you know, the, 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 and so I basically made Captain America into a wingsuit posture. And then I made him, I kind of de Captain Americaized him and made it into a wingsuit. And then the first wingsuit I made is like, man, that guy's bulked up. But, <laughs> and, 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 man, it's Captain America, you know, but I'm, I had to strip, streamline him because, I mean, you don't see any, 320 pound guy skydiving or, or wingsuiting. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I had to stream, had to streamline him out a little bit, like a little more, more realistic, but I uh, finally streamlined him down to this really cool little shape, but uh, which I, which I flew a couple of times, but um, I made the mistake of, you know, some pictures will have the hands on the, the motors on the hands where they will pan like this way and mm -hmm. have the vector thrust. And I, in my head, I just couldn't wrap up to, to, where the CG would be and where the thrust and I didn't know if up would be up or down would be down or and I didn't. So I actually just moved the motors from the, from the hands up to the front of the shoulders. And oh, then yeah, I was just going to pan them and yeah, pan them and yeah, thrust them, yeah. which, which worked, but it didn't work great. So um, I'm going to end up moving the, the motors probably to under the, under the, under the, the under the arm size. area. So or, do you, or, do you have to, to make a form and then fold the Depron around it kind of, or do you, do you no. just, you just visualize it and then just kind of lay everything out? Uh, well, when you, when you have, um, a three dimensional object, you can, uh, you can take your three dimensional object and then there's this program called, uh, Pepecura where it will take your three-dimensional object and you can take a section of your three-dimensional object say, okay well, i'm taking these sections these triangles of my low poly object and now you tell this program called pepper to lay it flat kind of like origami oh i got origami, you. Right, origami. Right, right, right so right. you say okay lay it flat so say, it lays it flat and then you've got this the shape this thing where you can do the do the seam lines where you right, crease it right you know you, you crease it on those on those fold lines and then you can just fold it up and, and glue it on the thing and there you go you have a three-dimensional object oh, that's right. pretty that neat pretty neat so and so that's what i did with the wingsuit and um it took me a year to do it because there was actually many different programs there was the three the the, the program in the 3d software mm -hmm. and then you had to take it from that to the pepakura and do that with all of the little sections and then you take it because the Pepecura one, you can't cut it from that. So then I had to turn it from the Pepecura model to Coral Draw, and I had to, you know, cut it all because I have a laser that where I cut right. this out. Oh, gotcha. And so then there was actually three different programs that it that it took me a year. Like I said, it took me a year to develop this 3D wingsuit to where I could have it be reproducible or whatever. Wow. And um, and so I right now I'm. I'm, I'm actually really close to releasing it. Uh, oh, no uh, kidding. To, mm -hmm. now, and now, as, I have the, now I have the Depron, too. So right. I've, I, have the, I have the program, <laughs> and I have the Depron for it. 
So is there a website that they can actually view this on, or have you gotten that far yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you can just pull up Depron King or or uh, our <laughs> Depron King. There you go. Depron King. Depron, I am. Well, I, I'm actually going to be advertising an AMA magazine uh, called Depron King or RC Depron. Uh, I kind of like the RC foam thing, but I went with the rcdepron.com. Um, or, or I, for advertising purposes, I was going to go with, you know, just to see how many sales. So my son said, well, if you do advertising, you want to figure out how much of your sales are actually coming from the advertising. Mm-hmm. And then he said, you, you give it a different .com so that you can track. Right, sure. You know, is this, is this advertising paying for you or isn't it? Right, sure. And so, and he's like, well, for, you know, for, uh, for advertising, purposes we're going to use the defronting.com but for um whatever whatever online purpose we're going to use going to rc rc, RC Depron. Depron. so now if our listeners are looking for depron which i hope they are and i'm i might be looking for some depron i'm sure they will be. <laughs> exactly uh how do they go about they can go to rcdepron.com and then do they buy it in single sheets uh cases how, how do they go about well, doing all that well what a, it actually comes in these that was something else really quick is right now online, the only Depron that was available is like from Australia and you just get these little sheets, the size of a piece of paper. And it's right. like, and they want the, they want your teeth for them. You know, they're <laughs> not, not sure. They're not, <laughs> and my they're, not, they're not giving it away. And by the time right. you get it, it's probably so beat up. I heard the Australian post is horrific. Yeah. Um, nonetheless. So all of this was completely unacceptable to me. You know, because I, I needed a, I needed my phone to sell my planes because my mm. planes won't fly without it. Right. It just won't because all of my CG points and all that, and, and it won't fly with foam board. My planes won't fly with foam board. I tried the foam board. I just I I, I disliked it so much because I I loved Depron. It was so easy to glue. It was so easy to cut. It was so easy to fold. It was so easy to form. It was just three times lighter. Right. You know, and it was just a a miracle dream to work with. And you don't have to use hot glue. I don't have to burn myself all the time. Mm-hmm. So I really don't like burning myself. So that's maybe that's my problem. There's your problem right there. <laughs> Not sadistic. I don't like blisters on my fingers, but oh well. That and the whole glue, uh, the whole thing is hot glue sticks as uh, we had there. 50 sticks all at once. Well, and, it, and it weighs so much that the glue sticks, yeah. I mean, you take one of those things, it's like, yeah. Wait, four of those and you got a pound or something it's like are you kidding me and then that's why uh like with the um some of these the, the foam board plane places yeah they'll put up they'll put up like uh, warbirds and stuff because mm. warbirds have a really high power to w- power to weight ratio and you mm. just you got to keep the speed up or the thing won't fly so that's why they're kind of doing that thing but you don't see any foam board gliders and right. there's a reason for that is because the stuff just the stuff is ridiculously heavy but a lot of people don't know it because that's all they've ever known but at the same time, uh, for instance, the the weight of uh, foam board per square foot, I cut out, you know, I'm doing ratios and things, but it's t- 27 grams per square foot of the foam board. And that's not including the glue stick that weighs just as much as the foam right, board. Right, right, right. <laughs> but where, the, like, the, for instance, the three millimeter, remember, 27 grams versus 10.6 grams for the three millimeter Depron, 10.6 versus 27. So if you're going to do like your indoors or your light planes or even even my wings of giant planes, even my RC superheroes were flying with with a three millimeter. I'm not even people think, well, you got to go to the six. You, you can or you don't have to. Mm-hmm. You can you can you can make the three millimeter work for most everything, especially these small planes. 
And right now there's a big push for these sub 250 gram planes and they shouldn't be flying with the, they can't fly with the foam board. I mean, somebody's got some plane that's like, okay, well, the wing, you know, but it's like not great wing, wings are great, but, but they can't put a lot of detail in all it. But if, think about it, three, nearly three times less than the three mil of Depron is perfect for right. these, these smaller, uh, like for us, um, gliders, wingsuits, custom planes, 3D, 3D planes, the foamies, like the, this 3D planes, like you've got in the back, like the extra 300 kind of things. Yeah. All of that <laughs> yep. should be using, and, and a lot of those planes were using the six millimeter, uh, Depron, which is fine. I mean, it, it weighs 18 grams a square foot, which is still a lot lighter than 27. Mm-hmm. But if they just move that, because those planes they usually have these little braces and things on them anyway, just go to the three millimeter and then you'll be, I mean, you'll, Unlimited vertical, kind of like my RC superheroes, because you'll have the, the power to weight ratio. Like, say so you you have the power as if it was six millimeter foam, right? But you cut cut that down to three, and now it's like, oh, well, you thought you had power before. Well, now you just virtually doubled your power without changing anything other than the foam, other than the weight, right? Yeah, and the like, like I said, with the hot glue, but with the uh, Depron, it's the glues. It's a lot of it is a lot of the weight savings is the glues. I, I didn't. Bring it to over here, but this UHU pour mm-hmm. or the or the mm-hmm. beacon foam pack, yeah, foam pack, or, uh, or those, and um, and also let's say if you have a structural, a structural piece, and and I'm and I'm not opposed to something using the hot glue, like say for instance, you're going to do something and just put a, dar- a drop of it to mm-hmm. hold it in position, mm-hmm. which is fine, a drop of it, but not like 95 inches of this stuff, right, right, right. You know, um, like say for instance, like a motor mount, fine, because it's in the front where you need weight anyway, you could use some hot glue on that, but the I really recommend probably just using um, five minute epoxy. It's so much more controllable. It doesn't burn yourself and you can put it just right where you want it and you can wipe off the extra. And, and it won't, it won't burn into the uh, Depron. No. Not epoxy doesn't right. epoxy is per- epoxy is perfect. Uh, in fact, the guy that the, um, this Jewish fellow that was flying these, the RC superheroes in the, in the Arab countries uh, for me, he actually wasn't, he made all he made all and it looked better than my planes he was using epoxy on everything oh no kidding hmm. and so he 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 used five minute epoxy on the whole thing and i'm like those look nice yeah because yeah. because the thing was you, you put something together and then it's kind of like caulking in the house where you mm-hmm. where you caulk and then you can just wipe it off yeah, and then wipe it. off the reg mm-hmm. and you, because you can you can work with it for two minutes before the stuff right, drinks right right and and he and they really look nice that's um, cool. Which hot glue is like, and then you ah, I burned myself, and it's like, <laughs> and, and, and then and then you got well, that's more glue than I wanted, but right. I can't get it off. You now. can't get it off. Uh, yeah, and so, yeah. and then uh, well, the, the guys, uh, I actually have the, I was talking with the guys that, um, you know, the guys FRC foamies, they're the same guys that are promoting the, uh, the the RC powers planes. Okay. Right. Do, you, do you know those guys? Yep. Yeah. Well, yep. I've actually been in communication with them. I actually, um, uh, they've actually sent me the plans and stuff where I actually can, as soon as I have time, I can start doing their kits oh, for their cool. planes. That's cool. So that's, that's really neat. Those guys are working with me yeah. and, um, and I sent them a bunch of, a bunch of Depron and, and so they're super nice guys. They were going to give them a little, a little few FRC foamies and the, there you go. And the RC powers but that, um, so what size? So, what sizes do you carry? You carry. You obviously you've been talking about the three millimeter, right? Yeah. And the six. Well, there's right. There's the three and the six. Um, the 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 full case is actually forty nine inches high. I mean, like I'll pan down here for a second. You uh-huh. can see this. I mean, it's like 
49 inches. Right. We're talking over, right. over, over each sheet is over four feet tall and 31.4 inches wide. So that was something else that is a small sheets. You're limited, like a page size piece. Right. You're limited in what you can make. Sure. It's sure, like, sure. I don't like any, I don't like limitations. I don't mind guidelines, but I don't like being limited by materials. Mm. And so, but when you, so somebody can, um, because I like building big projects that catch a lot of attention. You yeah, know? Sure. So, this is what I like to do. But the, but even then, it, it's just even material uh, usage. You know, like say even those smaller planes. Say if you wanted to cut out uh, seven of those planes per sheet. You know, mm -hmm. so so for the three dollars a sheet you spent, you could cut out seven airplanes. I mean, you do the math on that. That's pretty cheap. Yeah. And so the so the the big the big cases is. Um, is 49 by 31.5 and then i also did a half cases which is what you're seeing up here mm -hmm. that's a that's a case cut in half width wise oh, I guess so you. then it's the 49 cut in half and then you still have the 31 point so it's actually in the 25 ish almost 25 mm -hmm. by 31.4 which is still a big sheet it's bigger than a it's bigger than a sheet of of um it's bigger than a sheet of foam board wow yeah so somebody says if somebody says, "Well, I, I want my foam board size," well, you've got it, you know, and plus some. And then uh, if some, they also have some quarter cases uh, that are like fifteen. It's fifteen by almost twenty, like twenty-four plus. Oh wow! So, so, and those are the quarter cases which you can get for um, about forty bucks. Hmm. Now, you, like you, the, hey, so, so I jumped out to the uh, FRC foamy site real quick just to kind of see that as I had actually not heard of them and um, what's kind of interesting is that they're selling their plans or whatever for 50 percent off because of corona right now right so like <laughs> until go. further notice i was like wow okay that 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 sounds good so now we got now we can actually get depron and we can build these cool planes so yeah. it's kind of cool right, yeah. right. And, and i was a big fan of of dave powers <laughs> way back when too I, sure. I guess you guys know dave powers mm -hmm. and so i i I, he, I talked with him once or twice on the phone and and now he's doing something else, some personality profiling, which I don't understand. But but he, that's, he's having fun with it. So but he's hopped out of the planes, and he's let these these guys named Greg and Jay work with his plans, and good for them. Hmm. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's excellent. So um, you you mentioned earlier it's rcdepron dot com. They can order individual sheets or cases, right? And I mean, you can ship either one or. Well, I've got there's really no individual sheets. Mm -hmm. um, let me grab some. Do you mind if I just wait for 15 seconds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Sure. No problem. Uh, th it's interesting because, you know, I mean, I used to be able to go down to the local hobby store and just pull three or four or five sheets out of there. And I, right. um, one of the things, you know, the airplanes behind me are, are basically EPP. But I don't know if you remember not too long ago, Jay, I built that um, that bat wing. And that bat wing, I would, it would have yeah, yeah, yeah. been great that. out of Depron, but it, it – it wound up that I didn't have any more, so I had to build it out of something different. Well, so right behind me, that's my last piece of Depron <laughs> right back there. That's my last piece. And actually, I, I got a couple of sheets. Yeah. I got a couple of sheets from model, uh, MPF uh, that yeah. are still sitting in the in a. Well, uh, I, got it, I got it from uh, AK. Actually, he gave it to me back in Alaska. I made it all the way down here to Texas, and I just been saving it. <laughs> so <that> special <laughs> project. It's like exactly. it's like you're not going to eat the last cookie because you don't want the cookies to be gone. But uh, yeah, exactly. there they are. The cookies. Been but you can there. see you can stale. see he's got if he, 
You can see he's got a little bite out of the bottom of it, though. See, you can just see that little corner. To the exactly. Mm -hmm. so, he's, he's so, so I have a question. Uh, I noticed you, you you showed the Depron there. I think for a second, didn't you, Greg? Yeah, when, when I went when I went because you were asking about smaller allotments. Uh, I bought. Ah, uh, there we I, go. I, I, I bought these. Um, it's the same size as the quarter case. Okay. I'll back it up slightly. It's the same size as, as the quarter case. It's. I mean, but the quarter case you get like the three millimeter. You get forty sheets with oh, the quarter wow. case. Oh wow! So even though even though you're like, oh, it's costing you forty bucks, but you get forty sheets of the three millimeter. Yeah, in the yeah, quarter that's, case. A, that's a dollar you know, sheet. So that's pretty that's, good. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So that's 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 a winning deal on any on any scale. And it's Depron. Uh, but it, let's say if somebody says, well, I don't want the I don't want to spend the forty bucks. I just want to spend twenty bucks. Then I've got this little. I bought these pizza boxes that I folded inside out, so they're twenty six by freeze? sixteen, and um and so I've got these little pizza boxes that I, that I put a dozen sheets in there, whatever. I, I like I put uh, um so somebody can say if some when somebody orders it, just order the three millimeter and say and put three and six by their name, and I'll put three and six millimeters in there, and you give me a little twenty dollar sample box of Depron. They say, hey, I just want to touch this stuff. Right. I want to see if I even like it. Well, they, they, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for twenty bucks, of uh, and then, but obviously a, a box this size, mm -hmm. it doesn't ship for free. Yeah, sure. You know, no, I mean, it, it's still a big box. Right. I mean, it's two right. inches. It's two inches plus thick. Right. But it still doesn't ship for free, so it's costing you um, twenty bucks for the box, and then it still costs me twenty bucks to mail it out. So that's forty bucks. But then somebody can say. So you can spend forty bucks on the sample case, but you actually get more more for your money if you just buy the quarter case with three times more for twenty dollars more. You know, uh, I think it's eight sheets of six millimeter or fourteen mm -hmm. sheets of three millimeter, and and I don't advertise this, but when you buy three millimeter, I actually ship a sheet of six millimeter in there with it so they can test it. Test and touch it. Oh yeah. Oh, that's then, cool. We won't tell anybody. No, don't though. tell anybody. <laughs> we won't so then, when anybody. they buy, the okay. same thing when you buy the six millimeter, uh, I'll I throw in the sheet of a three millimeter so they can, just for free. I just throw it in so that they can see it. And that's what I actually do that with my full cases as well. When they buy a, a three millimeter, actually when they buy a six millimeter case because there's a little more room in the box. So when you buy a six millimeter case of Depron, I actually cut a three millimeter sheet longwise, a full sheet. I just give them a whole whole sheet of three millimeter I pick oh, it, yeah. and I cut it longwise and I slip it down in the box so that it's got a little more protection for the six millimeter oh, but gotcha. it most likely it's not going to get damaged and they get a free sheet of three millimeter with their with their stuff and, wow uh, that's pretty cool well excellent <clears throat> well it's uh you know it, it's it's kind of nice to have Depron back into the U.S. because that used to be our go-to I mean I made a lot of stuff out of Depron back then and and uh, I mean, the whole foam safe CA and everything came out because of Depron. And uh, it's good that we, you know, now have somebody back in. And it sounds like you've got some good projects that are, you know, coming on mark, you know, into the market. And mm -hmm. with uh, uh, FRC foamies, you know, trying to do some stuff too with you, then that's, that's excellent. And, and, you know, the airplanes that I have behind me, like I said, are, are, you know, basically EPP and everybody kind of went to EPP and I like flying the EPP. I can crash it and just walk away, but the Depron's are so much more stiff and they, they 3d airplane, you know, the, the 3d plane more responsive. It just way more responsive. It doesn't, it doesn't have a lag in it. It's just, it's really sharp. So I, I like flying Depron. I, I enjoy my EPP airplanes too, but 
it's a good mix. And the other good thing too is that uh, on some of my EPP airplanes, uh, like you were talking about, I can use a three millimeter strip and it stiffens the EPP as well. So I can kind of mix and match uh, with those particular, you know, foams. So it's kind of cool. I uh, mm-hmm. I think it's uh, amazing that you uh, have brought that back in. So we will uh, try to get you some, uh, some orders here. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm like wondering, well, is this going to be a lifetime supply for me, which I'm happy with, you know, yeah, but, sure. uh, but, but at the same time, it, it's just, it's, it's just, like I said, it's just the best foam and it's just too good to keep to myself. Right. And I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm really making this affordable. I'm not, it's actually cheaper than uh, RC foam ever sold it for. Like you, mm-hmm. you now the RC foam site's still up. I'd like you to go to the RC foam site, look at what they're charging for the case. That's this size. Mm-hmm. And it is way more than what I'm charging. And on the full cases, you probably remember they charged a hundred dollars for shipping. Like they, 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 they didn't give you a choice. It was like two day shipping right. for a hundred dollars. I'm like, I'm, I am so mad. I don't want to, I don't care. I don't want two day shipping. Well, that's your only choice. Right, right, right. right. And, and I am like, you are ridiculous, but that's the only choice they gave anybody and everybody had to pay it. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but, but right now my shipping on the full cases is, is fifth. I mean, we're talking not 2004, 2002, we're talking 2020. And I, and I've got this shipping for the full cases at 58 bucks. Oh, wow. All right. And, and it's better foam. Yeah. That's better foam. And better, how, better how, many, foam. how many uh, sheets are in the big case? Well, there's 40, 40 sheets for the three million, 40 giant, 49 inch sheets. Right. Right. And, and, and that's a lot of foam and then, but, or they can get the half case and, and that which do everything that, uh, and there's still the 40 sheets in the half case too. There's still 40 sheets in the quarter case. Right. Okay. Um, right. but the, or the six millimeter, there's, there's 20, because obviously you go from, from three to six, you just right. doubled, you doubled your, your right. so there's 20, sheets. there's 20 sheets of, of, of foam in, the big case, there's 20 sheets of oh, millimeter foam in the gotcha, half case, gotcha. 20 sheets of foam in the quarter right. case. But the sample case, obviously, a little bit less because it's only two inches thick. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. It sounds like 20. it needs to uh, come out to the Arizona Festival. Yeah, we're going to have to invite you out there. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, know, I, I know a couple of guys that may be driving up here anyway, so we might be able to get you up this direction. But uh, yeah, the Arizona Electric Festival happens in February, and uh, they, you know, it's all electric airplanes, and a lot of guys out here are uh, are builders. And uh, we have, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, one of the guys we've had on the show before uh, has built um, some very impressive airplanes, and actually one year built uh, like an R two D two unit, or a wasn't an R two D two, it was something else, R D five. Anyway, it was a full mobile. You know, it was all made out of foam. But uh, it, it was pretty amazing. He's he's done some really really good work. Yeah. We have a lot of guys here that are very talented, and uh, the fact that they've got Depron back out, we'll uh, we'll get the word out for you. So, well, I appreciate. It. And there's yeah. there's something else that I've noticed, and I don't think it's just me, but the Depron planes, they look nice, you know, like, yeah. and yeah. and they look really nice. So it's like a like if you have some right. of the foam, some of the foams with the paper on them. There's mm-hmm. only so much they can do. I mean, yeah, they can remove one side and fold it over, right. but they still can't sand it, and right. and 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 they still can't shape it and sand it, and you know, like you can't make a like a flawless canopy right. out of foam board. It's just not going to happen. But you can. Right. You, you, I did that with a lot of the toy projects. Well, I just took the six millimeter and I just stacked up ten sheets, you know, and then I just carved it and sanded, it, and you can make an absolutely flawless, perfect little Depron canopy. 
And yeah. so you can you can sand it, you can shape it, you can cut it, you can, and they, and in the hands of somebody that's a little has just a little bit of hair, they can look really really nice. And that's, I just that's what I like seeing is this, is the there's this one guy named Frank Burke, and he does these little jet rocket things. You've probably seen them, but they, you know, he's buying Depron from me, and he's and it's really fun. And he but his craftsmanship is up there, right? And it's, there's a lot of guys that their craftsmanship's up there, but when you see those guys, oh, that's nice. What's it made out of? Stepron. Right, right. <clears throat> I actually have a guy that I fly with, uh, and um, you know, he's a park a park guy, and he he fell into uh, the Park Jets uh, website, and he has made a couple of uh, you know like F18s, and it's just amazing. Uh, he's done it. He did it all out of Depron when it was uh, available. And uh, he he did what you were talking about. He made the canopy all nice and smooth, and he painted it all, and he brought it out. This thing was really big, and and uh, I test flew it for him, and we had a really good time. It flew really really well. Um, you know, it was pretty lightweight, and he had a, a big Supo motor on there, and, and it it was a little pusher jet, but it was fun oh. to fly. And unfortunately, we had some issues with uh, um, you know our receiver got kind of a brownout and i lost it over on the other side but the amazing part is is that uh you know it it landed it unfortunately in a horse arena and oh. so it was real soft dirt uh and it did break but it broke clean so nice. when he took it back he was able to fix it it was just a, a nice glue and, and i i know that that's one of the things too that depron has it if you totally you know auger it in those down it's going to just shatter in a million pieces but uh, the the slow fly twenty twos that Mike and I made, uh, we just caught the nose off, cut a new piece of Depron and just glue it right to, you know, six mil to six mil, and it it worked fine. Little sanding and you were back well, in business. Well, but there's there's something that like I was earlier in the in the video I was talking about blending materials, mm -hmm. and like with the RC superhero, I blended it with uh, coroplast, you know, you know that realtor sign uh, yeah, material that's, that's because crazy. I needed yeah. I needed the front end to be tougher. I tell you this one little story just. This guy made an RC superhero and they put it at a fly-in, you know, with his event with a lot of people and they had the announcer and this guy, they, they launched the RC superhero and it got up about 80 feet and it was right over the runway. And for whatever reason, the guy blipped the sticks and he dove that thing right into the runway at full speed. Any uh, other plane, any other plane, it would have just yeah, destroyed, destroyed or yeah. it actually bounced. <laughs> it actually, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Because of the coroplast in the front and the carbon right. fiber stringers to the tail, it actually right. whoom and it jumped and it actually launched the bounce and launched it back into the air and he flew the five minute routine. Holy smokes! He, I bet everybody no, was. The video's still up. He he That's bounced funny. it, hundred percent throttle, forty five degrees in, bounce went up, flew the five minute routine, and then he landed it. And as soon as he landed, you see six guys walk over and look at it. It's like what the you know. <laughs> And <laughs> see if it actually worked. That's you know, funny. but the, and they, so it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, but but so it's really, if if, if I can get, get guys to, and there's by the way the coroplast. It's not just realtor six millimeter coroplast. There's actually mm. two, three, four, and there's actually like this this really thin little coroplast you can buy online, and it comes in colors like red, blue, red, white, blue, <laughs> all, dozens dozens of colors, and wow. so, and and when. If somebody would say, okay, well, the two millimeters really thin, it's really light, but it, mm. it will double the toughness, like the nodes that you said you cut off. If yeah. you would have, if you would have just added an inch of that 
from from the motor back to past the wing and under the wing. If you just would have added an inch of that and one little two millimeter carbon fiber rod with it to the tail, which wouldn't two millimeter rod weighs nothing, but it would have you probably would have not damaged it. You probably so you're gonna have to have Greg back for another build series when we're building when we're talking about some other builds we're doing. Yeah, it's and I, and I've I've got quite a bit of quite a bit of skill with the, like for instance when I first got into the thing when I did these little balsa test gliders what I would do is is, is because balsa is obviously pretty fragile stuff what yeah. I would do is I would get three feet away I'd get four feet away from the wall and I would take my little balsa glider had a, a human caricature and I would just throw it into the wall <laughs> you know because I wanted to see where it was going to break and I found that it's if I made it heavy then it would self it would self destruct like like with these like with the foam board planes are doing now they hit they break up the nose they self destruct because of the weight and the lack of flexibility so but what I did with the little balsa glider was is I went with the thinner thinner balsa the thirty second balsa and then so it brought the weight down kind of like the three millimeter foam depron right so you bring the weight down and then what you, then what I did is I made a little bit of a harden the nose had a little bit of uh, ply ply or plastic or something in the nose and then what he does i put a little uh, i'll just put two things up here i put a little say velcro right here yeah, yeah and then yeah. and then the little hit pad and what i did is i velcroed those together and when when it hit the wall the velcro would give because it's kind of like yeah. they're shot being hammered yeah, yeah, yeah. all of its all of the destruction power is the millionth of a second at first impact Right. That that shock repercussion comes through the front to the tail, and then the weight would destroy it. But if you have the flexibility to, to flex, and you have the give to where it takes ninety percent of the of the you know with the Velcro, if it would if it would just would give a little bit, then um, then I found yeah. that I could take a balsa wood plane, which is absolutely ridiculous. You can take test this yourself. Do a balsa wood plane put the Velcro in the nose, a little huh. thing that would like this, and you can just spike it against the wall. And you can do that a dozen times or more. And so that's how I, I learned how to, that, wow. that it's about, it's not about heavy weights. Like a lot of people, like, I'll bulk, bulk, bulk. No, the weight is actually destroying your plane. It's about flexibility and it's about give. And, um, and that's what's going to make, um, make, make your planes. Uh, it's like where somebody else, oh man, he's rebuilding this plane every week. Well, you're, you won't be rebuilding your plane every week. But, <laughs> Jay, you're you're absolutely right. We're gonna to have to get him on to talk about building planes. Okay. Yeah, that's I don't, right. Uh, I'm you know, down on the yeah. list. Uh, let's see, December twenty third. Yeah, okay, no problem. There you, you go. go. And I, I didn't mention, but I, I also have a nine foot SR seventy one that I designed in blue, and it's a uh, it's like a, a it's a wing, but it's like from the spars instead of going sideways, the spars go from nose to tail, and the ribs are sideways. Oh huh. wow. Okay. Well, we're gonna to have to uh, yeah. we're gonna have another, to save that story, for another yeah. time. But yeah. So our unfortunately our hour is up, but um, we would love to have you back on the show if that's okay. I mean, yeah. Hey, well, wait before Greg goes, I I got it. You you talked about it kind of off before we started uh, when I actually when I called you on the phone. But can you just go over the Barbie story real quick? Okay. I, we did, I was hoping you're gonna to touch upon it, but you know. Like, like, uh, let's give it a two minute time. Yeah, 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 just like, yeah. give us the okay. quick, quick version. Okay. So I, I have a toy agent. And so my toy agent comes to me and says, because nobody gets to talk to the toy companies without a toy agent. So my toy agent comes to me and says, right. Mattel wants a Barbie. And by the way, they want a six year old girl to fly it. And I'm like, well, Barbies don't fly and six year old girls don't fly planes, but I'll try. So we had a, in Oregon, we had this plane called Fred Meyer. Go to Fred Meyer. 
buy yeah. a bunch of Barbies, break break their arms, legs, and I broke every joint in her. And then to put her in a flight position, and then I clayed her, I clayed her up and vacuum formed her, and then I put some flight surfaces on her, and I put two motors under two motors under her under her cape, and I put a cape behind her, and ends up Barbie flights insanely well. I mean, <laughs> Barbie rocks. The problem was this. When they when when I sent the plane back to them and I sent the videos, they're like, I mean, she almost looked like a prostitute because it's like because <laughs> because because I, I, they're, they're like they're like what's what's this? I go, Barbie's hot. I mean, I just vacuum formed her and out it came. You know, I I I didn't I'm not I didn't add anything I didn't add anything to it. Right. I just vacuum formed her and that's what popped out. Wow. And um and so so what was funny was is though that. So, 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 so the, it would, go, it would go in this little 30 foot circle. So all you had to do is, is and I developed this timer, a lot of my toys are timer flight, mm-hmm. like the little wingsuit that, um, playmates, playmates has a little toy wingsuit, by the way, they're timers. Right. So you push the timer, you know, six seconds flies around to you. So Barbie would fly in this little 30 foot circle, push the button, let go of it, flies around, comes right back to you. So a six, six year old girl can fly Barbie and Barbie does fly. But the problem is, is when they actually handed it to a real live little girl, they didn't give her a hair brit. And, and she's, you know, with her hair hanging down, zip, you know, reeled, reeled her in, screaming. And the motors, because it's, uh, it's still, the motors are still spinning because right. it's on a time, it's on a timer. Right. And so, <laughs> so it, it's been for the full oh 10 seconds God. while she's, you know, so reeled this poor little girl, but reeled her in, and they had to they had to rip the motors out to um to save her oh, from Barbie. No. So so they it's kind of like you've seen those little flutter by fairy things where they where they put it out in the air and it flies right into the fire. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and that's and usually the story of the greatest ideas in the world, right? You're like, wow, this is the greatest idea, and then just something small, and you go, wow, that that well, couldn't have happened any worse. Right. Well, there was the a, old unintended consequence. <laughs> That's well, I, I could do another quick story for 10 seconds, but the, uh, Hasbro wanted me to do this flapping uh, My Little Pony. And so oh, I yeah. do this. So I did this flapping My Little It's gorgeous, right? And so, but then when they made their version of my toy, uh, and, they, and, they, and I wasn't there, but they flew it for the president. And so My Little Pony's flapping. It's flying the little helicopter, coaxial helicopter above mm-hmm. it. They let go of it. And it flew right for the president's face and flogged him. Oh no! <laughs> not kidding. Not no. kidding. Yeah, so, so uh, and that's why they call him One-Eyed Jack. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> One-Eyed Jack. That's awful. Well, <laughs> I wonder how many people got fired in that meeting. Yeah, no doubt, man. He probably fired well, the whole board. But oh, it was. There's so many funny stories that I. If you guys just want me on for a funny story yeah, episode, I, absolutely. I've got we'll it. have you back for sure. We always want that. Yeah, we always love funny <laughs> stories. It uh, it helps our viewership as well. But um, well, let's see. If you are looking for Depron to build uh, any type of uh, RC airplane or a project that you can, from the king uh, of Depron, 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 not the print, Depron, Depron, that's right. Uh, rcdepron.com or Depron King and uh, check out some of the the YouTube videos, right? You have some YouTube videos that are on there? Uh, but my, my YouTube videos uh, uh, right now, um, I'm, I haven't been doing a lot of Depron videos. I've just been doing a lot of other stuff, but the, but I do have like on my Facebook site. Like if, you, if you just go to Greg Tanis Facebook or RC Depron Facebook, okay. you know, that 
then then you can see a lot of my pictures of the like what you see behind me and, right, and a lot right. of I have a lot of articles where people that I've sold Depron to and the articles that they're putting up that they're making with it like Frank Burke and 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 some of these things. So I, I put up interesting Depron articles on, okay. on the RC Depron Facebook. All right. Well, we'll uh... and then then my YouTube channel. If you ever want to go there, it's uh, Born to Fly. Born to Fly. There you born go. Born to Fly. Our, uh, all of us are born to fly. Me especially. <laughs> I do, do it for real and uh, RC. So, well, Greg, it has been a joy to have us on, or joy to have you on the show. Uh, we wish you the best of luck in the Depron world, and uh, we definitely will have you on the show again for uh, some more Barbie stories and some other funny stuff. Uh, check out uh, Born to Fly on uh, <laughs> on the on your uh, YouTube channel. Uh, if you haven't already subscribed to the Park Flyer podcast, go to YouTube and click the like button and uh, subscribe for us. And then you, we have an episode that comes out about every uh, two weeks. So um, hopefully uh, uh, we're getting more and more. I just got some notifications that we had some more subscribers, so we're happy with that. If you have any uh, suggestions for us, give us a call, 830-444-4943. And, uh, wow, this hour just went... One last plug here. Uh, this is stories. No Shave November. So uh, Jay's got a big head start. Big head start on that. Yeah, actually, that's not true because uh, I had a big head start, too, and they called me to go to Paris. So I had to actually go fly. Yeah, well, you, <laughs> so you know, this, they still accept that. You know, even though you're shaved, they still accept that you made the uh, effort. Well, Jay saw so me. That's so all good. I, I've got Jay. Yeah, Jay's actually giving me the, the heads up. So Right. But, uh, but you got, you know, your job has limitations. That's what do you right. do? What can you I know, do? That's, so. that's we'll try it again. Yeah, I'll see how long I can last. Well, that, maybe what you can do is make get a fake beard and put that on. <laughs> it's a Santa beard. Solidarity. Nice. Get yeah, that fake beard stuff they spray on their heads. That's right. Just spray it on here. Exactly. That's awful. So. I mean, I'm going to let my hair grow, too, on the top of my head. I don't think you'll notice, but I'm going to let well, it grow. You give cool. it a good try, man. Give it a good try. So, Well, uh, from uh, Arizona, I'm Michael. And from the hills of Texas, I'm Jay. And from Texas, this is AK Mike. <laughs> All right. We'll see you in two weeks. Let's fly. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to artfirepodcast at gmail.com.